hello and welcome to our podcast. We hope it encourages and inspires you. Please head to our website for more information on what is happening at Ashburton New Life or to get in touch. One of our team would love to talk to you. Here's today's message. Thank you very much. Kurofano and a big hello and welcome to our online audience from wherever you are. And I'm starting a brand new sermon series today called Created to Dream. I'm excited about preaching the sermon series. And I'm going to start with Acts chapter 2, verse 17. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Other translations will say upon all flesh. And so that's chocolate flesh, caramel flesh, and white flesh. All people, your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. And I have the talented Carmen Lai up here with me this morning. That's a well-used dust sheet you've got there. I'm glad you're covering up our carpet. Very good. And uh, because we're doing talking about Created to Dream, I thought it'd be great to get Carmen up. She's an amazing artist to paint something. I hope it's not going to be a distraction to you guys out there. You'll stay focused on what I'm preaching. It'll help, not hinder. Good, good. But uh, Carmen, um, tell us about how you get your ideas and creativity and how you get the creativity flowing. Um, just getting into the Word, really. Yeah, that's, that's what does it. Yeah, yeah. The Word of God. So that gives you ideas and then and then ideas to paint. Yeah, absolutely, yep. Well, there you go. I'm actually a word person too. I love uh, hearing preaching in the Word of God, and it gives me ideas for sermons. Yes, and uh, helps my creativity. So there we go. So Carmen's going to paint, and, and are you hoping to get it done this service, or you might need a couple of services? And, and do you know what you're going to paint? Or is it just going to change as you go? I've got an idea and, and a little picture in my head, but who knows? Yeah, sometimes I think I'm painting a bird and then it'll start look like a cat, so I change, you know? You never want to tell people what you're painting, you know? It can start quite different to how you start off. But uh, today, my angle on Created to Dream is environment, and it's about getting in the right environment to be able to dream. My father down in Omaru, he grows the best tomatoes. Man, he grows good tomatoes. They taste so good. But he grows them in the right environment. He's, he's, he built his own greenhouse, and so it's solid timber up to about a foot because you don't want the glass to go all the way to the ground, says my father, because they'll get cold feet. I didn't even know tomatoes had feet. But there you go. And so he's crafted his own greenhouse and he's out there every day. And I think the country and western music helps the tomatoes to grow as well. That little bit of yodeling and eh, all helps the, you know, all part of the environment. And, uh, and he, he cares for his tomatoes. He gives them the right amount of water every day. And he's got a secret ingredient. It's not going to be so secret because I'm going to tell all of you, potash. 
but a potash, he says, and man, to his tomatoes taste good. And my mum, she makes tomato relish with them, and it is the best tasting tomato relish ever, sweet and spicy. But I, 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 I believe they're so good because the tomatoes are so good, and the, and the tomatoes are raised in the right environment. And think about a little baby before it's even born a baby. Where's the best place to grow a baby? In the mother's womb. There's nowhere better. That's just the right, perfect environment. And so for us, we want to identify the best environment for us to grow our dreams and vision. Over here, FC, don't get distracted. <laughs> don't get distracted. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so it's about us finding the, the best environment. And the church has always been a great environment for me. I come along to church and I get corrected. AFC, you know, always a bit of correction at church. And uh, you get corrected. But, you know, through the, the praise and the worship and the preaching of the word, you know, I get the kingdom mind, the kingdom focus. I focus on God and it's really good for me and it allows me to, to dream and have a vision. And I wouldn't be who I am today without my local church. In this church I have found healing hope and the capacity to dream. In this church I found a loving community of people who accepted me unconditionally and have helped me move beyond my past and into the future that God has for me. It's a place I can call home and it's a place that's expanded my mind and my thinking. And it's also a place where dreams can be conceived, nurtured and birthed. Another place that's good for me to go away and dream and be creative is out of town. It's amazing, like you get busy in life and around Ashburton and people you see and know and it's amazing we go over the Rakaia River or over the Rangitata River and we can just switch off. Like actually we, we can just leave Ashburton behind, we've set everything in place, let's go a and rest and have some time out. And it's good for you and it's good for us that we do that because you guys want healthy uh, you know, emotionally healthy and good uh, pastors. So it's good for you guys and it's good for us. And one of the places we go to a lot is Omaru. And we go down to the old part of town and it's very creative down there. Omaru people are very clever, very creative, as you know. And, and we have a coffee and it's amazing how you get a download from God because our mindset is different. It's not full of the busyness and the clutter, and I'd recommend to everybody that you have times of holidays, rest, and relaxation where you, where you can dream and uh, press reset and get that vision. Another great place for us to get a dream, to get a vision, is a conference. Going away to a conference and there's great faith filled speakers speaking, uh, and you've got the worship, the Word of God. And, and they're preaching how they're running churches and what they're doing. Gosh, it just grows your faith. It, it grows your vision. And it allows you to dream. So 
where is it that you like to go and what is it that you like to do to dream, to catch a vision, to be creative? Because there is, a, there is places that help us, but also I want to say today, there are things that can hinder our dreams. You could even go as far as to say they're dream killers. And this is very much a growth area for me. Uh, it's a lack of focus. And I have ADHD, and so I struggle to focus. I have the concentration span of a goldfish, so that's about seven seconds. But that's about one more second than FC. <laughs> and Martin Reed and some other people. But uh, I have a very short attention span and uh, my short attention span got me some long detention spans when I was at high school. I can easily forget what I'm saying and that's really frustrating but I don't stay frustrated for long. So uh, I do struggle to to focus and uh, I'd love to have a dollar for every time I lost focus, that's for sure. But uh, something that comes with ADHD is a super talent and it's called hyperfocus. And this is what people with dyslexia and ADHD have is uh, we have, we struggle to focus but then we have the superpower called hyperfocus where we just can't focus on anything else and we're just consumed about something and we just totally focus in. And that's why people with ADHD and dyslexia and stuff can actually be very successful in life because of what they call hyperfocus. So I'm either off or I'm hyperfocused. Another thing that can, yeah, you don't want to be married to somebody like that, do you? Another thing that can hinder our dreams is a lack of discipline. Uh, this is something I'm reasonably strong in because I do discipline myself. I'm like, uh, at the end of a day, I'll look at what I'm doing the next day and I'll tell myself, you will be going in and you will be focused on sermon prep tomorrow and then you'll meet with this person, this person, this person. I prepare myself and I discipline myself for the next day. So discipline is, is something that we require to bring our dreams to pass. Another thing that can hinder our dreams is a lack of consistency and execution. So uh, we want to have good habits and good routines. Something else that drives Lisa crazy is I am habitual. And I don't like my habits being interfered with. I will give you time, but it will fit in my routine. But think about this, you want to go to the gym, and you want to get muscly, you want to get fit, you know, all that stuff. You go to the gym once, once it's not really going to change anything. Twice, it's not going to change anything. But if you make it part of your weekly routine, you will see results. And so think about growing in God. If you make reading your word a habit, praying a habit, um, you know, what um, habits are good. And so... Um, so we want to be consistent in where we're wanting to grow. Something else that can hinder our dreams is self-sabotage, our self-talk. Well, what's the point of trying? I'm probably going to fail. That's self-sabotage. And, uh, you know, 
things from our upbringing, the fear of failure, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy. These things can hinder our dreams. We can all feel like we're disqualified because of our past. But we all have a past. We've all done things that we regret. If we had our time again, we wouldn't do those things. There's things in our history that uh, I wouldn't even, in my history, I wouldn't even share with you because I'm ashamed of it. And I'd be totally embarrassed to share that with you. But it's in the past and I've dealt with it and I want to move forward. And so to so, you know, we've got to just say that's it to some of the things we've done to move forward. And I love how the Apostle Paul, a great leader and a father of the faith, a father of churches, he says it like this in Philippians 3, verse 13 to 14. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. If he focuses on this one thing, it's almost like we need a drum roll here. It must be very, very important. What is it? Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. So the Apostle Paul is telling us, I've got to forget about my past. I've got to forget about it. I've got to put my eyes towards Jesus and I must press on heavenly to where he is calling me. I wonder what he's talking about that he had to leave in his past. I wonder if it's this. The Apostle Paul, before he radically came to Jesus Christ and had that encounter in his past life, pre-Christ life, he used to kill Christians. Think about that. He used to kill Christians. There's Christians missing in the church because he had them killed and murdered. I wonder if he ever said to a widow, oh, what happened to your husband? You killed him. I'm sure he didn't ask that. But that's what the Apostle Paul had to overcome, that he had Christians killed, and now he's a leader in the church. We all have things in our past that can hinder us and hold us back, only if we allow them. Let's read that scripture again in light of the fact that the Apostle Paul used to kill Christians before he became a Christian. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. We need to take the necessary steps to let go of what lies behind and take hold of what lies ahead. Your past can rob you of your future if you allow it to. So we are to forget the former things 
and to press on. I can gain wisdom from my past. I've, I've learned a lot of lessons from my past, the hard way, but I don't gain a vision from my past. So I've got to repent. I've got to turn away from my past and press on to where Christ is calling me. Let's not circle in the desert. Let's possess the land. And this takes a different language and a different focus to press on to everything God has for us. And I've so loved the testimonies that we've had throughout January that people could be real, be vulnerable. And isn't it nice to know that we're not the only ones with hurt and pain and abuse and rejection in our past? but we can overcome through Christ Jesus and press on. My desire for every single person here today is that you can find healing and freedom from your past and allow God to give you a dream and a vision for your future. We must find the courage to let go of the things that would hinder our destiny and embrace those things that help us unlock our potential. Because I believe a God-given dream and a God-given vision can change our life, give our life purpose and meaning. And, and that's as we allow the, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of revelation to come and consume our mind and our heart and allow ourselves to dream. Getting innovation, inspiration, awareness and foresight. And what would you do if whatever you chose to do, you would not fail in it? You were promised not to fail. You could get rid of all that fear, anxiety, stress. You knew that whatever you did, you would prosper in it and succeed. What would you do? What would you do if you knew, without a doubt, you couldn't fail? The reality is, our dreams will challenge us. They will grow us. We will need to fight for them. There will be obstacles. There will be challenges. But if you knew you could achieve it, would you pay that cost? What would it look like if your wildest God dream became your wildest reality? Have you got a dream for 2024? What is it that you want to do this year? What would it look like on your calendar if you were to position yourself for your dream in 2024? But this is important. Have you got a dream for who you are wanting to become? See, this is the most important thing. Who we are becoming. What personal development do we want to grow in this year? 
And have we got a 300-year dream? That's a challenge, isn't it? I think it's absolutely amazing that in, in Europe, there's churches that took 300 years to build. Think about that. When you start building one of those churches, you're going to work your whole entire lifetime to lay a foundation. And as you're laying that foundation over your lifetime, you are just hoping that somebody from the next generation will catch your dream and carry it on. It's another generation to put the wall on, another walls on, another generation to put the roof on, then another generation to start putting the lining on the inside, and then another generation for the decoration. Imagine starting a 300-year build and you're only ever going to lay a foundation. As we know, the foundations are very, very important. And I want to lay a foundation for my family that will last 300 years. That my children will be men and women of God. My grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, and my great-great-grandchildren and so on will follow Christ. For that dream to be a reality, I cannot afford to be lukewarm. I'm laying a foundation and it's going to take a cost and it's going to take commitment. Have we got a 300-year vision? And uh, I have empathy for these people because I've been there myself. And maybe today you've just got a dream to get through this day, to get through this week, to get through this month, to get through this year, and that's an incredible dream to have. I've been there. I've been there and just functioning in life, you're kicking a goal. But persevere, push on, this season too will pass. Great leaders all go to that place and I I think of David. He'd been anointed king. He'd taken down Goliath and Saul was jealous. And now David is running for his life as Saul has put assassins out to take David's life and he's hiding in in caves where his tears are his food night and day. And he says this, as a deer pants for the water. The only time a deer will pant is when it's been pursued by hunters, bears or wolves. Other than that, other, otherwise deers don't pant. And the water provides a place of escape for a deer from predators. David was longing for a place of escape. Even our our amazing King David had been in that place where I just want to survive another day, another week. I just want to get through this season. Chris Volatine says this, Vision gives pain purpose. Wow. Wow. I know this is going to be hard, but this is going to be the end result. And I'm going to push through the pain to get to here. Vision gives pain purpose.
Do you want the pain and the reward of doing the hard things that bring your dreams to life? Or do you want the pain and the disappointment of never living out your dream? If we fill our minds and hearts with good things, then we can expect good results. Garbage in, garbage out. What are we feeding our minds? We need to be willing to make room in our lives for the impending births and dreams that God is placing there. And I like this. Preparation always precedes something new. Preparation always precedes something new. What's God preparing you for? And not one of us will fulfill our destiny alone. Have you got the right people around your life? Not one of us will fulfill our destiny alone. Today is Sign Up Sunday. When you join up and be part of a life group, you can get the right people with the right grace around your life. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Who are you hanging around with? And we must also find the courage to walk away from dream threatening environments and people. Can I get uh, Jono up on the keys now, please? Carmen, how are you getting on over here? Just about done. Just about done. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> 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 Talk us through it. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> it's pretty much just glory cloud. Yeah, I've been reading Isaiah lately, and um, yeah, there's um, yeah. I just just and and the worship this morning just really reminded me of his power. And yeah, yeah. And, and and when I look up, I love clouds. And when I look up there, and and I just see that expanse and the power and the majesty. It just yeah, it's cool. Uh, paintings can be very prophetic and can anybody else see the sunshine just breaking through receive it today if you need that the breakthrough is coming you know those clouds can hide the sunshine but it's going to come again thank you Carmen that is absolutely beautiful and uh, for $5,000 you can take that home today and you can give me some commission Fantastic. God has given us the power and the ability to dream. Dreams are just not flights of imagination, but essential parts of our lives. They bring us hope, joy, and determination. They allow us to create a vision for our lives that gives us a sense of purpose and meaning. Our dreams are part of who we are. Make time for your dreams.
Let them run wild. Dream beyond the borders of limitations. Capture them and strategically allow them to grow. Prioritize them, embrace them, and celebrate them. And my final scripture is this, Ephesians 3, verse 20 and 21. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for His miraculous power constantly energizes you. Now we offer up to God all the gracious praise that rises from every church and every generation through Jesus Christ. And all that will yet be manifested through time and eternity. Amen. Lord, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. And Lord, that it is poured out on all flesh. And Lord, where your spirit is, there is dreams and there is vision, Lord God. Lord, I just ask that you will release, Lord God, the spirit of revelation right now into the hearts of your people. And Lord, that you will allow your people to dream again. Lord, that you will bring hope to your people, faith to your people, and Lord, the ability to dream and to bring our dreams into reality. Lord, we thank you for who you are. You're a great and mighty God. Amen.